you were looking for career advice from a career coach and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army. You'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden. All right. Welcome, welcome. Hey, welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Hey, if you don't know us, we are Tim and Christina Madden. We help those targeting six figures or multiple six figures, right? Find new jobs they love quickly. Hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Career Network, 8,300 members of directors, VPs, and executives from across the country. If you're watching in the ECN now, let me know in the comments. Hey, we also stream to LinkedIn and YouTube. So if you're watching us there, we are monitoring the chat. If you have any questions at any time, please let me know. And then, hey, you might be in the future listening on iTunes or Spotify or everywhere else we upload on the internet. Hey, do me a favor. If you get any, right, any golden nugget that Christina or I drop on this episode, right, your, your, what's the word I'm looking for? Your, um, let me see. Christina, help me out. Yeah, your your uh, payment, right? Your 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 payment for this episode is hey, share this topic with a friend because I know for sure so many people in corporate America are dealing with this right now, and me and Christina are going to show you how to handle it. And of course, hey, leave us a review over on iTunes. Hey, exciting exciting news happened um, this week, guys. Hey, I know me and Christina, we have been failing you, and we're so sorry. Guys, we have so many wins, it's easy to lose track of. So I just have to give two special shout outs to two of our clients who were um, we were working with them, right? Obtain new jobs. Christina, I don't think I told you this. One guy got a $62,500 increase and another guy got a $150,000 increase. He's a chief technology officer. I am not shocked. You can't shock me. I'm, I see it every day. Excellent, guys. If you need help in your career, right, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. And hey, you can schedule a free career consult with our team. We could figure out, hey, where are you trying to go? Why haven't you been able to get there as of today right now? And uh, develop a a blueprint for you. All right, cool. We're struggling. We gave up coffee. We're taking in very limited caffeine. So if, if if we're stuttering and stumbling, that's why, guys. Yeah. Next thing. Um, what's the next thing? Oh yeah. Episode 46, four ways to manage workplace toxicity and difficult colleagues, man. You guys ever deal with difficult people before? Let us know in the chat. What about difficult people right now? What about toxic work environments? Everybody has Christina, why don't you kick us off today? Hey, this is, this is what I'm all about guys. Broken corporate culture leading to burnout, right? Due to toxic work environments, the long-term symptoms that it causes in the in the home, actually on the person, on the teams, throughout you know 
the, the building and the companies down into families. Sorry about that, guys. I am horrible and I don't know how to silence my Slack channel. Um, but, and how it affects families, guys, communities. Um, this is my favorite topic. It is a hot, hot topic um, across corporate America right now, especially because it is going through big, big changes. I know you guys hear about it. You read about it. You hear us. Um, your friends are talking about it. Your colleagues. So I want to start out by really taking the time to, to dissect what is a, you know, toxic work environment. There are some of you that may need to come out of denial, meaning like maybe you've been ignoring it. Maybe you don't know what it is. You feel it, you know, you're not happy. You know, when you're driving home, you're not happy. What's impacted you, right? So, so some of the things that can happen, and it may not be that just the environment is toxic. It may just be that you're not aligned with it as well. So it could be toxic work environment with people and then also just being completely out of, out of alignment with you and your core values. So, and then it can feel toxic, right? So if, if you're working with teams and leaders that are not aligned with your core values, if you're underutilized and underpaid, things start to feel toxic. You feel yeah, there's many other reasons too. And some of them are like, these are some of the things that I know we both built some lists on that can happen in toxic work environments. So, hey, let me know in the chat or email me at tim at execupgrades.com if this has ever happened to you. Backstabbing, criticizing, blaming, gossiping, spreading rumors, agreeing in meetings, but not following through afterward, uh, not passing out information in a timely manner, purposely undermining others, carrying out only personal agendas over team and company goals creating unnecessary drama and distraction, eroding the team brand, undermining the values and the leaders of the company, degrading the culture. Christina, why don't you just keep going on with this long list of toxic environments? Well, let's say the company doesn't have core values, lack of good leadership, leadership that's not invested in your goals and your growth track at the, at the company, overall lack of communication, lack of clarity around projects. I know it's re repeating ourselves, um, but different employees receiving different messages, passive aggressive communication, weak listening skills. And then a big, big one for people are these constant off hours communication where things have become so highly demanding that you're, you find yourself working around the clock with no boundaries. Yeah. So those are some of the things. Those are just some of them. That's a pretty long list. And that's let us know what we missed. I'm sure the list is pages and pages longer. So, Hey, number one, right? Some ways that you can manage this is really just to start identifying, hey, if you are in the situation currently, right? Uncover, hey, what are these problems? And just like Christina was saying, like, how can we start to really get out of the denial that this is really bad, start ignoring the problem and start just raising the bar for yourself. And maybe Christina, you want to kind of talk about this? Just like, hey, um, where do we kind of start? Yeah, you have to you have to start with the I, I'm always preaching this on every podcast, but your guiding light to know if you're in this situation are the feelings. And I know that, you know, emotions that belong in business are should be more along the lines of celebration. So if you don't find yourself mostly in celebration and you find yourself in fear, anxiety, anger, all of these other things, like that's a red flag. You have to put some attention on it or you're going to gas out. <clears throat> um, some of the things you can do is you can try to talk to your leadership about it. I know that can be really scary. And that's how you also know you're in a toxic work environment because you can't have open communication, you know, communication and really ask yourself, like, how long has this been going on and how long do I want to tolerate it? Get honest with yourself. What's happened with what's happening? 
Because yeah. it doesn't just impact you, you got to remember. It impacts your spouse and your family and your teens. So how can yeah. you take how can you take massive action and responsibility over over what's happening? Yeah, one thing we talk about frequently with the people that work with us, right, is people, I think, fail to really realize how much impact one person can have in an organization who does not have to be the leader, right? So we always tell people, hey, like, be the example. Others want to follow, even if you're not the, the CEO, right? And Hugh just chimed in here, Christina. He said he found that middle management can be a big problem. He had a manager who is living the example of the Peter principle. So Hugh, we appreciate your comment, right? Hey, middle management is a rough place, guys, right? Especially in the military, especially outside of the military, right? But I tell you, it's one of the, you know, one of the most fulfilling roles that you can have, guys, because as you as you grow into these director VPs, what happens mostly, you have less contact with the teams and the people. You know, because you essentially are becoming, you know, a leader, a project manager for whatever that you're going to do. So middle management. Go ahead. Our mentor, Brandon Dawson, you might have caught this yesterday on our on our uh, call, gave us a statistic. I want to say uh, Gallup. God help me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 18 percent. Oh, wow, guys. We're going to drop a golden nugget on you right now. Go. So listen, 18 percent. 18% 18% of workers right now are intentionally, so not, not just disengaged and unhappy, but intentionally sabotaging the company in some way. They're finding ways every single day to sabotage the business, the teams, like that's their mission. Leaving early times, cutting out, mm-hmm. blocking calendars, being unresponsive, all of these things. Can you believe that? Gallup too. So trusted, tr- trusted source. So, hey, number two, like how do we start, So number one is like, hey, start identifying that we are in this situation and it is a problem and changes need to be made, right? But unfortunately, if you don't have the tactics and strategies, always go back to this. So we are the career advisors. We help people get jobs quickly. And there's so many other people out there going to help with fitness, et cetera, et cetera. So number two, our best advice for you is you need to have a mentor, Mm -hmm. someone who has an unbiased third-party sounding board who can sift through your feeling, get to the root cause and figure out, hey, can we develop some strategies to deal with this toxic environment and set some realistic goals? And again, we're not talking about going and paying someone tens of thousands of dollars. Sometimes that mentor could be someone you worked with before, someone you admire and respect, someone who's been an effective leader for 30 years, someone that you've worked with in the past that has been able to promote change inside of an organization. Everyone who listens to this podcast, I'm sorry, but you guys make life so hard on yourself, man. When you need help, get help from people that have been there and done that. And you might have to pay or you might have to go on YouTube and invest time and resources into finding the information. Or you might have to call somebody else. But let's be honest. If you could have fixed it, right, you wouldn't have this problem. Well, and a mentor mentor is really going to help you you know, confirm that this is a toxic work environment, help you organize your emotions around it and identify where the breakdown is in the dynamics. So it could be 
you need a strategy on how to communicate, right? It could be that you need a strategy for now an exit plan. Like this is so important. And, and I do want to bring up, you know, cause I've had some clients experience this this week where they have confided in like a C-suite level individual and they got completely outed that they were like, you know, unhappy and confused in the workplace. So also take into consideration to be careful who you trust and put your whole life in their hands. So this is why I say really say a mentor, a trusted mentor. And you might get burned a few times in your the life of your career on, you know, who you choose to communicate with. But this is really important. That's why I put it on the list. You need unbiased opinions to get you out of your head. Uh, number three is, you know, how to manage this. And I was just talking to our clients about this about an hour ago. You have to have some stress management tactics in place if you find yourself just completely frazzled and, and stressed out at the end of the day, right? So you have to you take time to de-stress, avoid drama, unplug. You know, you might have to find some, if you live and die by your calendar, some time blocking strategies to, to, to do this, right? It could be um, a certain sport. It could be, ladies, I know we love our bubble baths. It could be just find something healthy that really helps your stress level and feeds into the self-care of things and hobbies. Stay centered in who you are and don't let this eat you alive. Okay. You can't continue to participate in, in, in the drama or it will suck you in for for a lifetime. We see clients that, that suffer with this for a lifetime. We don't want that to yeah, be you. I want to add a couple of things too, Christina. Hey, when you guys are dealing with stress, right. And thanks. You, you, you need to um, give you a shout out. Really appreciate that. You are right, Christina. Here's the other thing, right? Is guys, if you're already going through a stressful time in this, you know, difficult situations while at work, why would you do stuff to make you feel worse and sabotage yourself? So, you know, we're going to talk about just, these are the no brainer things. Hey, put alcohol aside just for a little bit. Okay. Nothing good comes of it. If you can't right? even name Drink thing. some more water, eat just a little healthier, get out and get on a walk, listen to some positive information. While these things are so simple to do, everybody struggles with them. These couple things will have the biggest impact on how you feel, period. Right. So if you're dealing with this and then here's what you do, you're not working out, you're hardly drinking water, you're drinking a bunch of soda, you're drinking alcoholic beverages at night because you're so stressed out, you're binge watching Netflix. And then what starts, what happens? You don't feel good about yourself. Then you want to just blame the company. Then you just want to leave without actually resolving, right? Or trying to resolve, you know, how it got there. Everything you do ask this, is this serving the person I want to become? Or is this just feeding the cycle I'm in? Mm -hmm. Gotta be careful. Number four, set boundaries. Okay. But this can be kind of blurry for people. You have to really determine, you know, what that means to you. So for people being contacted after hours, I would recommend, you know, you have the conversation, communicate your boundaries regularly to, to management in a healthy way, and then consider turning your phone off and not responding to those emails out of, out of work hours. I know, I personally know some folks um, that are so passionate about their job that they will just jump on and, and respond to those emails because they, they want to contribute, but you have to recognize that over time to continue doing that. It's going to be the new standard. People are so, going to expect it. Yeah. 
So just because you get an email at night, a call at night or anything does not mean you have to respond, guys. You know, respond first thing tomorrow. Most of the time, I know me and Christina, we send out emails late to our team. We actually have to include sometimes and say, hey, do not open this email. Do not respond to it. Worry about it when you get back from vacation. When Monday comes around tomorrow in the office, it's just, hey, you know, sometimes I work late or I have good ideas. So I'm like, hey, I want to share this with the team. But absolutely. Yeah. Right. The boundary is crossed, you know, uh, address it immediately so it doesn't happen again. Um, and then, Tim, my, these glasses are bothering me. Do you mind reading them, that statistic I punched in there for us? Sure. If the boundary is crossed, address it immediately so it doesn't happen again. In a survey by Self Financial, almost one in 11 employees do not feel respected by their manager and almost 12% say they feel disrespected by the company they work for as a whole. If you experience disrespect, abuse, or bullying at work, make sure to document it. That way you'll be prepared if you ever have to do legal action. This is huge too because we're currently dealing with something very familiar with one of our clients here, right? They're, they're in a bad situation at work. Haven't really, yeah. Just, just but you, you can tell, right? Like the odds are, you're probably going to have 12 jobs throughout your career. Hey, you're in the workforce 36 years. You leave every three years, right? It's pretty typical. You're bound to have a place that just does not fit with you. And I've worked with so many people, Christina, you know, well, I've worked with so many people, Christina, of course, you know that, that, hey, the, the past three opportunities they got into, say they worked at a place for five years, five years, three years, but the last three jobs have only been a year or a year and a half because they get in toxic stuff's not going well and they think that's going to hurt them remember there are ways to reposition yourself and explain it in a way where you're just not saying hey why'd you leave the job tim oh the company sucked the product sucked my boss sucked think about it you ain't gonna hire no one like that on your team right don't stay in, well it just brings up the, another point is don't stay in these jobs just because you're scared um, going into a job search and or facing up to some of those curveball questions. Mm -hmm. There are strategies for this. Tim, what would you say to somebody that's on an interview and they say, hey, why did you leave that company? And the first thing that comes up in their mind is how toxic yeah, it here's was. The, here, here's the way I love to handle that every single time. When people say like, you know, just what Christina said. Um, so I like to wrap it all together. So here's what, you know, I just made a video. It kind of went mini viral on Instagram. It was like, hey, avoid two questions in every interview. And one of them was, hey, Tim, do me a favor. Walk through your whole resume and tell me why you left every single position. Remember, we don't want to spend hardly any time on things that are not going to get us hired. The reason why you left your current job is not going to get you hired, obviously, right? So I like to say something like this. Hey, Christina, absolutely. Hey, the reason, there's only three reasons, Christina, I've ever left any of my previous positions. One was due to a reduction in force that I just couldn't control where they did like a mass layoff. Number two is just, Hey, I made the biggest impact I could at the organization. And there wasn't an upward mobility move that would happen relative, you know, in the near future. And number three, a recruiter like you got a hold of me for an opportunity that I just couldn't turn down because I believe, Hey, you know, I have to make the biggest impact I can. That's what fulfills me. And um, yeah, Christina, those are the only reasons I've ever left previous positions. I it love would be that. Hard for someone to really say anything, right? Then, yeah. if they still push a little more and say, "Yeah, but why'd you leave 
why'd you leave that? Yeah. Hey, I made the biggest impact I could. I was a director for three years. Uh, there was no near future promotion. So I took another position doing this. That's it. What you don't want to do. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Christine, it just wasn't working out for me. It just wasn't working out. <laughs> yeah, I tried hard. It's mainly the culture. I'm looking for a good culture. I don't even know what that means when people say that. I'm looking for a good culture. Like, what is that? It's different for everyone. Yeah, unless you have that very clearly defined, don't go into that. Unless it's like really bad, yeah. So that's, you know, how I would handle that, yeah. So, uh, hey, these are, I know people that are listening to this right now are dealing with this. So, hey, what are you going to do? Number one, can you fix it? Maybe. Can I possibly fix this? If I got some new information, some new tactics and strategies on how to build this out, could I fix this? Maybe. I don't know. You have to ask yourself that question. And then you have to try. And then if it's number two, there's no way I'm fixing this because it's the CEO and the whole C-suite, which happens, right? Hey, so what are you going to do now? Get out of there as quickly as possible. What are you going to stay in a job that you don't like? Right? Figure it out. If you need help, go to you know, uh, execupgrades.com backslash podcast, right? Schedule a call with our team. We don't want anyone in any of these situations. Before I forget too, hey, every Monday we have Executive Upgrades Live by me and Christina. If you would like to come hang out live on Zoom for 30 to 60 minutes, get all your career questions answered, or if you don't have any questions but still want to stay in tune to the market, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop a link down below. Guys, if you're listening on, uh, oh, wrong one. If you're listening on um, Spotify or anywhere over the internet, just email me at Tim at exec upgrades and I can send you this link and I'm going to drop it down right here. And there we go. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk more about this topic. How to handle it. This is the biggest, this is the biggest thing guys. Mm -hmm. it is. That's happening. We posted in our uh, ECN group, our executive career network on Facebook. It's the, and Tim already gave you the spiel on that, but we posted this week something about, uh, it was a TikTok quick clip about a man. I was talking to Steve Harvey, talking about going through a divorce and it was mainly because of the stress from finances. And it seemed to be very, um, I don't want to say like triggering, it's kind of a strong word, but it brought in a lot of comments like, oh my God. And, and we're just like, hey, like this is real life. Like this is what happens. Not only when you lose your job, but when you're unhappy like this. Yeah. And, and most people were talking about like fear, right? Guys, we, we aren't going to ever, you know, try to induce fear into anybody, right? No. In the marketplace. But what we do want to do is after working with so many people here is what happened. Guy, guy, guy or gal has a good job for a long time. They're the breadwinner. They get let go because of reduction in force. It's not working out or whatever. They empty their savings. They tap into their retirement. Things get tense in a marriage and people leave. It's not fear, guys. It's just the reality of the world, right? So what's scary, what's scary is to not be prepared for that or to not. Absolutely. That's the not, only thing that should be scary. Yeah. To not understand the, di the dynamics and the inner workings of how both of both of these relationships and your work are so closely intertwined. Like I said in my post, corporate America, like, please wake up your entire life 
is being defined by how you spend your day at work. So this is my biggest passion is this topic. We have to bring some attention to it. We have to shed light on it. Absolutely. It's, it is, it is scary. Hey, if you know you need help in your career or you want to be prepared because interest rates are rising and again, not showing fear guys, just saying if stuff keeps happening, there is going to be some potential problems. Like that's just realistic, right? Hey, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Hey, we dropped the link for Monday to come hang out with us live. Um, dropped prior podcast episodes, guys. We've been doing this now. We're, we're on episode, we're approaching episode 50. There's so many tactics and strategies on interview prep, uh, resume, uh, special guests from people who will literally blow your mind. So we ho really hope you can check out some of those previous episodes and um, until next week. And on Wednesday, we're on TikTok, Instagram, Coach Tim Madden at Coach Tim Madden at Coach Christina Madden, Christina with a K. Have a great day, everyone.